This is Spotlight on Lead Poisoning, brought to you by Southern United Neighborhoods, a nonprofit that works on environmental issues and helps people buy their own homes and fix their credit. Call them at 1-800-239-7379 or go on the web at southernunitedneighborhoods.org for more information. My name is Marie. From A Community Voices Weekly Phone Call from April 9th, 2020. The guest was State Representative Matt Willard. Next thing is Sewage and Water Board broken meters. We're getting these excessive bills. The poor and the elderly is intimidated by the cost of the water bill and they're scraping up to pay them. They're not getting their medication so that they can pay for water bills. What can we do about this? What do you suggest? And we want to replace those lead lines, service lines that's going to most homes. What can you help us? How can you help us with that? So I, I would suggest. Um, if you haven't done so already, to reach out to your district council members about those bills. Um, you know, especially especially if you're in Jay Banks' district because he's on the board. Is there another council member on the board? Uh, not that I know Jerusalem? of. Our council okay. person for the area I'm in, which is the upper ninth ward, is Jared Brassett. And we have a problem with Jared. He doesn't show up for anything. We send okay. messages to the office, and, and it's a lost cause. But anyway, so, so I would, I'm I'm going to offer myself up for service here. Um, if you're in, uh, I guess District D, don't right. don't hesitate to, to to reach out to my office. Although I'm the state representative, um, you know you can reach out to my office. Um, all of my contact information is available on my legislative page, uh, but my, my email address, um, it's, it's H, H as in horse, F mm-hmm. as in Sarah, E, uh-huh. at, no, it's HSE097, the numbers, HSE097, uh-huh. at legis, L-E-G-I-S, Dot and I'll text that to Beth right now, and she can and she can send it to everyone. Good, good. Now, what about uh, these so, but, but, but for the bills? For, for, for the bills, reach out. Let me know what the problem is. Reach out to your council members. Let them know what the problem is. They are more effective at navigating with sewage and water board than. Um, it is from just a, a regular citizen reaching out to sewer and water board. Um, right. and I know some com- yeah, and I know some member offices do better than do better jobs than others with those type of constituency requests. But I would say don't right. let us keep reaching out to your council member uh, until they can give you an update, some type of update, because as the general public, that's what you deserve, that's what you're entitled to. Um, and, you know, Make, keep making issues of it, you know, but don't let them intimidate you. If they send you a bill for $500 and you know your water bill isn't $500, 
you know, I want to say don't pay it, but then you might get threatened with your service getting cut off. You know, and that's, 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 yeah, that, right. And, and that's unfortunate, but uh, if there's anything I can do to help out, um, you know, reach out to my office, please. We'll do our best at um, facilitating the process and coming to, coming to a, an understanding. Now, the lead, the lead pipe. So I'm trying to come up to speed. Um, I'm trying to come up to speed on that. Uh, if you're not aware, last year during the legislative session, J.P. Morrell, um, Joe Bowie, who's now a senator, J.P. just left the legislature because of term limits. Uh, Dr. Bowie, who's now a senator, and Jimmy Harris, who is, who's now a senator, they sponsored a concurrent resolution that established the Louisiana Task Force on Lead-Free Water. And what that task force was, was supposed to do um, was get with different municipalities to, uh, I guess, start looking in to how much it would cost to actually replace these, these lead pipes. And I reached out to the House, I actually reached out to the House and the Senate staff to get an update on that committee, but um, I still haven't received an answer. I reached out to them as soon as I saw the email from Beth. Um, I haven't received an answer. As soon as I do, as soon as I do get an update on that committee, um, I will forward you whatever the response is. Um, from what from what I've heard, though, and this is me, you know, being honest with you, um, the process to the process to you know explore. Um, where we do have lead pipes throughout the state of Louisiana is going to be a huge financial burden in and of itself. We have to um, dig up the ground. We have to excavate the pipe. Um, we have to check it for lead. If it does have lead, we have to see if that lead leaches, which means that it can pass with the flow of water. And if it does leach, then we have to remove it and replace the pipe. Initial, right. initial reports of a financial value for that, it, it's going to be billions of dollars to do that throughout the state. I mean, it, it just will be, and I'm not saying that that's a reason we shouldn't do it. I'm just saying it's something to consider. Like, okay. just to be aware of, it, 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 it will be very expensive. Um, so I think, you know, the process has been started with that task force. Hopefully the task force has been working. If they if they haven't, I'll certainly you know find out why they haven't been working um, and try to get them moving on that project um, because this is you know a serious this is this is life or death um, in a lot That's of what I'm about to say. if we can prove that it's a health issue, maybe we can get the federal government to do oh, something yeah. about yeah. it because this is bigger than all of us. And we are finding that it's part of the health issues for a lot of our citizens. Um, we're feeling that a lot of our youngsters that are incarcerated may have been lead poisoned. And this is causing their behavior. Uh, we have autism. You know, we don't know exactly what causes that. So if we can issues, maybe we can get something done that way. But 
But also, all the studies show that hypertension, they've done tons of studies, hypertension is tied to lead poisoning. And what are we looking at with Coravid? We leave people, we leave high blood pressure. We leave the country in hypertension. Yep. Wow. Okay, well, see that, Matthew, there is a mistake on the assumption about how to identify lead pipes because in the north it may be true you have to dig up the pipes, but in New Orleans you just open up the meter and you can see there's a gray pipe there. It doesn't really matter because they put lead pipes to every single resident. Okay? So we know that it has to the LSU. The state is the state has a lot of lead pipes, but New Orleans is like you know, even in the 80s, the water board put this lead whip line in right at the meter, which you can see when you open your meter and look down at the pipe going to your house. It's about three feet long and it's solid lead. Around the state, it's, you know, it's, there. you remember St. Joseph, the state had to replace their entire water system. So there are places around the state that have lead, and it's a sincere problem. But this is just the task force, and we were the ones that got JP to introduce his to do the task force, was to um, simply have them make a plan and a calendar to inventory their lead lines, which is now an EPA law that they're going to have to do anyway. How do they inventory it? First of all, a lot of them have records that show okay. where the lines are and which ones are lead. But they also want to, the feds want to know if they have copper, if they want to have terracotta, whatever their lines are. So it's a whole inventory that they're going to have to do for the feds anyway. So there's a lot of in, 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 in information that they already have. But also, you know, if you talk to any of the plumbers, they, they can tell you. You, and frankly, you can look at your own meter, and I suggest you do so, and tell the difference when you oh, pop that thing up and clean off those pipes. They see that one of them is that Joel Gray, which is lead, and they put them at every one of our residents. And Stewart Water Board, as we are suing them right now because under a FOIA, that they wouldn't give us information on where they put the lead lines because they're trying to delay, delay, delay. Because they're responsible for poisoning all of our kids and us in the city. And we don't know it because it's invisible and because it shows up as behavior problems, deafness, autism, mental illness, addiction. And now we see with COVID, what do we see? Hypertension, inextricably linked to lead poisoning. Uh, so have you guys tried to tap into any national effort um, around the country dealing with lead water pipes? We are part of an alliance with the National Center for Healthy Housing, and they came down recently to work with us on this. And they have they have people who will help identify. Yeah, well, I mean, we're we have you know significant allies also locally. Uh, Dr. Adrian Katner at LSU Health Science Center, whose dad was Harold Katner and ran the water department, is a lead expert who works with the big lead experts all across the country. Dr. Mark Edwards, who does Flint, Michigan's work. 
and Dr. Howard Milkey, who is a local lead expert, he's also an international lead expert, and he does the soil testing. So we also have it in the soil. But the water is significant because a tiny amount of lead over a very long period of time causes significant brain and organ damage. Tiny amounts, just not even what you know people think is a problem. But if you drink it every day, right, it causes right. all the studies. And where where we've been very involved with, you know, attempting to get the school system. I mean, you can talk to Deborah about her meetings with the school boards where we've gone down there to get them to filter the water at the school because filters are a simple solution. Right. Okay. And even if the water board would come up with a, a, a filter for each house, give each home a filter. Right. Even if you have to buy the yeah. for it. But that's where we're at with that. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know the financial situation at Susan Water Board, but that sounds like a feasible solution, but like I'll report back on the task force update whenever I get okay. that, and I'm definitely interested in working with you guys on solutions to this problem because it has to be addressed. Thank you. Okay, before you have to go, let me see Mr. Brock is the one that asked us to invite you. Is Mr. Brock on the line? I don't think he joined us tonight. But what we need to know is, is there any progress that will pass this session of the legislature? Any, any what? Any progress? I'm sorry, I did the, the water line that will pass this uh, session of the legislature. Do you know of? Has it been brought to the? I'm not, yeah, I'm not even aware of any bills addressing um, the water system in New Orleans right now that have been filed. So, All right. you know, in that, no, but I will also say that this session is quite unique uh, from multiple angles, but it looks right. like the earliest that, it looks like the earliest we'll return to session is May 1st in a meeting. Okay. Now we, I have we another have the, question. We, okay. Uh, go ahead. I, I, I was just saying I don't know what's gonna I don't know if we're gonna handle many bills this session at all besides the essential bills. Which include yeah, that's like the budget, our capital outlay, sunset organizations, you know, anything beyond that I don't I don't even know if we'll get to it. Okay. Um well, excuse me again, I got one more thing to say. This water in front of me at my street, we haven't had no rain or anything, but the water is green. It's been there so long. You could just get in your car and drive down the street and you could see for yourself. It's green. Yeah. It's dusty. My porch is white from dust. I can't wash it off because it don't do any good. Yeah, please just get... get um. And I will be calling Solution Water Board again this week. This will be my second call for this week. They know my name because I give it to them every time. 
can you get her information and give it to me, please, so I can reach out to Susan Waterford? Yeah, we can send it to you. We have pictures and everything okay. about what you're talking. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Two more things. Voters registration purges. They're happening everywhere. What can we do to prevent it from happening here? We do not want the registration, uh, the register of voters to purge our record. Yeah, so that's that's a big issue, uh, not only in Louisiana but uh, across the country. I see, I, I'm sure most of you are aware that you know there's a good chance Stacey Abrams would be governor out in uh, Georgia right now if it weren't for voter pur purging. Um, so I have yeah. a bill right now. I have a bill right now that that deals with voter purging um, on multiple fronts. Uh, I'd say one of the biggest things that it does is that it makes it um, optional. So right now, the way the statute is written, it says that the registrar of voters shall purge a voter if these things happen. I have a b the bill that I'm doing. One of the things that it does is changes that language to um, may and not shall. So it's at the discretion of the registrar of voters. Um, it okay. extends the period before a primary election um, from, I think it's three months to four months, to where a registrar can kick someone off the rolls. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just getting back into my house. And it does... It does a couple other things, too. I'm trying to get to my computer so I can pull it up, and I can also send it to you all. Um, but one of, one, I mean, one of the best things that we can do is just to keep voting. If you, if you remain an active voter, you won't be purged, okay? Um, another thing that we need to do is if you move, make sure that, that your address is updated with the, um, with the clerk of court so that you know, if they do send you a letter saying that you're about to be purged, um, that you actually get that letter instead of it going to the wrong person. Mm -hmm. um, something but else, that, another big problem was that these people had been voting away from here. And they were still purged from the records. So we're going to look into that. You send me what you have. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about yeah, so, it some more. A, a lot of that, as you know, is just for voter suppression, right? It's just like uh, right. A lot of conserv it, 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 a lot of conservatives don't want to see um, vote by mail become widespread. They don't want to expand vote by by mail because it would mean more people have the opportunity to express their voice in our democratic process. Um, That's right. I mean, uh, you know, so we have to keep voting. I have the bill pulled up. It's House Bill number 576. Um, if you want to look at this, I'm not sure if there are any other uh, voter purge bills that are coming up in the legislature this session. Um, but this one, it's so this one also extends the inactivity period from. Um, two uh, federal elections, from two federal general elections to four, so it doubles the time that a voter can stay on the inactive list, so that's All something right. else that it does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it says, if 
and and then um, if a registrar is about to cancel someone's voter registration, they have to attempt the final outreach to that person with the letter. Um, but again, if if you if you if you've changed addresses, it, it it still won't you know be effective. But it's a final letter, so it does a few different things. Um, I'm gonna send this. I'll text this link to Beth right now so she can get it to you okay. all. Okay, and our last question for the night, and then we can dismiss you, is why don't we have poll watchers in City Hall for the early voting places, the early voting polls? I, I do not know. I don't know the reason of that. Can you look into that's only for... To, to be to, for clarity purposes, you're, you're asking why we don't have poll watchers for any early voting. Right, the early voting poll, the location. Right. We don't have poll watchers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Look into that um, for a second. I will. I thank you. Okay. Uh, um. Oh, thank. Thank you. Look, I, I love talking with y'all. I like I like how much how, how engaged you all are um, in, in holding our elected officials accountable. So, um, as I said before, let me know how I can be of service. Um, I request that all of you continue to social distance. Uh, we're starting to see the the spread of COVID nineteen. Um, it, it seems to look like we're starting to stabilize, but we have to continue practicing social distancing. Um, as I said, when we first got on the call, one of my colleagues just died. So this thing um, is very serious. We all know people have passed away from it. So let's all try to do our part. And uh, if my office can be of assistance to anyone, please let me know. I'm, I'm, I will. I'm looking for ways to serve the, serve the community. Awesome. Okay, thank you. And you thank and your you. family, be safe. Good you. night. Everyone have a happy Easter weekend. You too. You have been listening to Spotlight on WAMF LP New Orleans on 90.3 FM and streaming at WAMF.org. A recording of this broadcast and subsequent broadcasts are available at SouthernUnitedNeighborhoods.org.